Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tide to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manscaped, for instance. Finally! A way to delicately clean and trim your fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUPFANTASY in all caps at manscaped.com. It's time to BS. Yo, what's up, guys? Louis <laughs> enjoying the cat. That is yeah. for sure. You are enjoying Donut. She is enjoying you though, probably because she smells, she smells Gilbert on you, right? Nah, I just think she remembers me. So that voice, if you hear, is best friend of well over twenty years, mm-hmm. Louis Larenko. Welcome to BS Sessions, Volume Thirty. We are done thirty of these. Oh boy, that's a lot. This- 30 of this crap, but that's not that doesn't pale in comparison to the near 200 episodes of Time to BS. So that's just delightful. But, uh, how are you doing? You're enjoying the cat. Oh my gosh, she's literally like right on my lap. I can't even move. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. She's such a lap cat. She is such a lap cat. My cat, on the other hand, he doesn't like this stuff. Really? Gilbert doesn't like that shit? He likes to go to, um, you know, my mom. He only does this to my mom, not really me. I'm like the playboy. You know, the guy with a stick. Jimmy Hugh Hefner? (laughs) It's not like I never do this. Hugh Hefner is his name, by the way. May he rest in peace. Oh. Yeah. Hugh Hefner is just delightful name. What? Texting me like crazy. But dude, what's up? How are you doing? I'm doing alright. So, um, yeah, right now I'm making a farm in Minecraft. Alright. A big farm with like a lot of wheat fields and all that stuff. Okay. So, um, yeah, what are you working on in your Minecraft world? Um, I'm tearing down the teleporter hall. Oh, you are? And I'm doing something old-fashioned, which is I'm making the actual capital city and having, like, 12 different teleporters, like, scattered all over. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, and each teleporter is a different environment. So I got the Dragon Dojo, I got the Volcanic Lands and shit. For those of you who do not know, me and Lewis are, uh, are uh, heavy not used to be heavy gamers, not as much as we used to be. Yeah, but um, we're shit. We're yeah, pretty much. We're building like Minecraft worlds and crap, and he's got his massive city of. How long have you been working on that thing? Oh, I've been working on that for like since high school, actually. Since you got the Xbox One, right? Uh, no, I got it when I was in, uh, late middle school, I think. So the 360 range. Uh, n- well, 360, no, I just got the one, actually. Okay. Okay. Did you, did you, uh, notice that there's a second Xbox One in there? Oh, yeah. So the Series X is in the living room, mm-hmm. which is where we're in. 
And then the other Xbox is in the bedroom. Oh, that's kind of cool. He got two Xboxes. Well, John, who I've told you about, mm-hmm. that's his. The Xbox One is his. He gave it to me. And then I still got to bust his balls about if he found a Series X recently for you. I got to bust his balls for you. <laughs> but he's been busy recently. I've been busy, too. So my apologies for that. It's you sound right. you sound clear. Right, thank you, you do. You sound clear in this. Even though I got the cat on my lap. Well, the headphones really helps us like be able to hear ourselves, and so that it, it can pick up if we like go too loud or if we go too quiet. Like, go I too, yeah. hear you there for a few yeah, seconds. Yeah, exactly. So that's the delightful part about messing with a roadcaster, that thing. Yep. Which is what we're recording out of. But this is the point of BS sesh. We're just hanging around and talking. That's all we can do. That's all oh, yeah, we that can do, true. bro. But uh, you're a bit of a history. You're a big history nerd. For those who don't know who you are, you are a giant history buff. I am not the biggest history buff in the entire world. I'm not an actual legit historian. I want everybody to know that. But I did do research about uh, the, um, how Germany unified through blood and iron. This is where he get. This is where his brain starts going, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail into it, but let's just say that um, Multi kind of uses the fact that um, Prussia has a new needle gun and started to uh, bring that into a war with muskets. Okay. Let's just say that, um, you know, during the Civil War, both sides were using, were raining down bullets inside the muzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh all the Germans, or like the Prussians needed to do, was just yeah. pull the bolt back, shove the entire cartridge in there, and ram it home. Okay. That is, that is just like a game changer. And here we go, it's on his phone. Yeah, I'm just, I'm Googling this crap. I'm just Google. Look this. up Streisand Needle Gun. And, and Streisand? D-R-E-Y... Got it. I got it. What the hell is this thing? That's a bolt-action rifle. That's a bolt-action rifle. The first. The first of its kind. Yep. This is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This man is a history buff. This is what I'm talking about. Yep. It it was a big game-changer back in the uh, 1800s, you know? Yeah. Mid-1800s. I'm talking about... um, it was used uh, since the revolutions of 1848 to be put down against the... Peasants and the bourgeoisie. Okay. Or the workers in the bourgeoisie. Okay. Um, they cut. Let's just say that Bismarck used some political maneuvering to um, get the two of them to fight against each other. Dona is knocked out. And, by the uh, way, <laughs> she's like laying on top of you, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep just on this guy." Asleep. She's literally asleep on you. Mascot of time to be us, Donut Cat. Yep. Here she is, literally curled up like a ball. <laughs> well, no one can see us because we're, we're not on camera, even though the camera's literally in front of us. But we choose not to record today because that'd be too much of a hassle for me to edit. Oh, yeah. Have you tried editing videos and then posting them yet? Oh, boy, that must be a lot. It's a pain in the dick because I have the video intro. I do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That was a pain on the dick to make oh, and try yeah. and figure out how to do. And then my dipshit wants to learn how to animate. And I'm like, I do not want to freaking animate. I do. You can animate. Uh, I, I can draw, you know. You can draw. That I know. Yep. But if you were to get like an animation board and hook it up to your computer. Oh, that would be a pain in the butt to do, but it would be awesome. That's easy to, that, That's easy for you to do because you can draw. But like getting the actual board itself is a pain. Making two stick figures fight each other to the death. Well, not awesome. even that. I was going to think about like doing podcast clips in like animated form. Oh, I see. Like, uh, you know, a little introduction right there. Not even that. It was like. Just being able to just, like, talk and, like, 
five minute intervals but an animation but like five minutes worth of animation is like it takes like 16 or 17 hours to make I agree it's stupid long and I I appreciate how long it takes for movies of anime like animated movies and animated shorts to be made it's like you have to put hours of dedication into this crap can you imagine Disney uh, what they had to do oh, back then? Oh, dear God, Disney. Uh, well, I'm talking about back then. Oh, yeah, back then. I'm, I'm, because... Disney now... The only uh, reason I say, oh, God, because I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on, like, recently. Do, do yourself a favor. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Not even for the memes? You'll fall asleep. Okay. You will fall asleep. Just like, uh, me talking about, the, you know, the Battle of Conics Greg. No, because that's interesting. Oh, yeah, that is. Because that's interesting. Like, I can listen to you talk about history, and I'd rather listen to you talk about history for two hours than, <laughs> than watch a shitty movie for two hours. It was it was entertaining. Okay. It was entertaining, but it wasn't, like, groundbreaking. People were saying, oh, it's the best film since Endgame. I'm like... Shut up. Because you're a comic book guy. To, mean, a cer- well, to a certain I, point, to right? To a certain point. I'm mostly a Naruto type of guy. Yeah. Anime. Fucking William right here. I see no problem with it. Naruto? I didn't know you were into Naruto. What the hell? Hell yeah. What the fuck? Why didn't you tell me this shit? Um, I don't know. How I, long have we known each other for... <laughs> And you haven't told me you're into Naruto. Do you realize that Pain is my favorite character? Oh my god, okay. <laughs> okay, I gotta admit, Pain is awesome. Pain is my favorite character. Yep. Simply because of his fucking voice. Oh my I will, like, god. I will have him recite my funeral whenever that day comes. Uh, it's when the Konoha crush... Uh, actually, no, fuck that. The Konoha crush was like, you know... I'm talking about when he blows up Konoha. For the almighty push. Yeah. Shinra Tensei. Yes. Which, by the way, I found out that the Renegon goes back to, like, Hindu culture. Yep. I found that, I was like, huh, that makes fucking sense. I also found out most of Sasuke's uh, jutsus are named after Shinto gods. Huh. Amaterasu. That's literally the goddess of the sun, right there. That's right. Susanoo, uh, the goddess, the god of storm. Unbelievable! This motherfucker is a Naruto guy. Izanami and Izanagi, which is something Itachi uses. Literally, the first one of the two first um, gods in Japanese mythology. They're the ones who created Japan itself. Using a paintbrush. Understand that this that this man's head is half the size of mine. <laughs> but his brain is, like, larger than mine. It's called, uh, quality. Well, you you process things a lot better than I do. Yep. Let's be clear with that here. You are... Like, you did well in school. I did not. <laughs> it's alright. Well... <laughs> I'll be the first to fucking say I sucked in school. <laughs> it's alright. Probably because right. I wasn't interested in it. It's alright. Um, here's the thing, like, there's certain subjects I'm good at and there's some that I'm really bad at. Um, one of them is, um, well, what subjects in my, well, I actually, I'm actually pretty, um, bad at English class, you know, like, lit writing and all that stuff. Which is weird, because I think you'd be great at podcasting. Hell yeah. Like, if you were to write yourself a script of what you would do and how you would word it, I feel like you'd be good at that. I would definitely make uh, things about zombie apocalypse, you know, that type of shit. Not even that. I feel like you would call it, like, you know, History Chronicles with Lewis or whatever, however you want to call the title. shit in history. Not even that. I feel like you would be... I feel like you'd, you'd run a good history podcast. I feel like you could. I feel like you could pull that off. I think most of them, most history podcasts, kind of copy off of each other. It yeah, but seems that way. Yeah, but your brain is like 
one day you'll talk about Nordic mythology or whatever. Yeah. And the other day, and another day you'll talk about oh, did you know that Julius Caesar you know didn't like didn't really die by getting stabbed this way? He died from bleeding to death. Like you'll talk about that for hours. I'm like, how is this man not run a history podcast? I don't know. I think Julius Caesar literally just got jumped by a bunch of uh, you know senators, consuls, yeah, Brutus. Um, you know, yeah. Obviously, um, people compare uh, Julius Caesar's death, uh, like, well, I mean, as mean people, I mean uh, Confederates. You know, Southerners. They always compare. Um, Caesar's death with Lincoln's, which, um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you, you know, Lincoln was actually killed by an actor, right? Yeah, John Wilkes Booth. Yes, he, um, that was literally his final act, um, on stage. Him, like, holding a freaking dagger and, uh, saying, um, that he, I don't know what he exactly said in Latin, but he, he did say, uh, Death to the Tyrants. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is uh, the same line Brutus did in that play. Huh. And then he ran out, got his horse, and uh, hid in a barn. <laughs> before uh, some dude by the name of uh, Corbin, I think. Uh, I think it's Boston Corbin or something. Okay. Yeah, this, this dude actually uh, avenged Lincoln. Huh. Again. History podcast in your freaking alley. I'm talking literally around the same time as Bismarck, okay? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. literally, Abraham Lincoln and Giuseppe Garibaldi actually spoke with each other. Okay. And uh, Bismarck was alive when Lincoln was. Well, even afterwards, actually, because, you know, Lincoln died. Oh, shit, he got shot in the head. Obviously, that's, that's not good for your health. No, it's also a mess. <laughs> that's it's a mess to clean up. You, you know what he got shot by? He got shot by a... <sighs> what the hell was that gun? I can't remember what it is. But it's like literally a miniature cannonball. It's a Derringer. It's a one-trick pony. That's where the term comes from? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, maybe so the not term exactly one, one trick, trick pony comes from John Wilkes Booth. No, probably not, pony. actually. Huh. I do know that evil showers and make come uh, brings me flowers. That actually comes easy. from uh, medieval times. That's easy, though. Or you know, ancient. Okay. Yeah. Where does the term one trick? I don't think I don't think it actually came from pony Lincoln's death. Come. We're going to find out. Okay, we're both wrong. Uh, some experts say that the idiom one-trick pony comes from the circus. Circus pony that could do one trick is not going to entertain a crowd for very long. The term one-trick pony appears around the 20th century. With about, Within about 50 years, the term has become an idiom. I'm trying to say is that the Derringer is uh, a one-trick pony. You only have oh, okay. <laughs> see, that's where my... See, again, that's my brain. That's it, my it's brain. It's literally just a pocket pistol. Like, it's it's literally designed for, like, one shot. One and two shots, actually. Some derringers are double-barreled. Huh. Hey, I got a question for you. Which kind of makes pretty cool. Speaking like, of cool shit. Like if it were actually designed something. Yeah. I got a question for you. Speaking of cool shit. Yep. I'm looking to potentially invest in either a PS5 or a PS4. Because... I want to be able to, because I got the PS2 in there, mm-hmm. as you know. And I'm thinking of, I, I don't know what I want to do, but it's sort of like a, yeah, we'll see where the road takes me, because I think I do have enough gaming consoles. Oh, yeah, you got plenty of gaming consoles. I have, me. I have two Xboxes, the Wii. I see the GameCube. Switch, the GameCube. That thing will not die. Oh yeah, that, that thing does brick. not die. That's a brick right there. That thing, well, you can. That thing is like you seen Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull by chance. You remember yes, that movie? I did. You know where he like goes in the refrigerator and survives a freaking nuke. <laughs> that thing, thing. That's that's the GameCube. That's literally. The that's brick. what I'm talking about. 
That's the radioactive proof fridge right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a radio. It's it's, it's radiation proof. I don't know how the hell you would fit in that thing. I mean, technically, I mean, there was a Mario Kart map that was like, that was literally the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Literally, was the GameCube. Oh awesome. shit! I got um. Speaking of uh, games, I recently got Spyro: A New Beginning and Eternal Night for the PS2. Oh, that's nice! Finally, so the Spyro trilogy is complete. The Legend of Spyro trilogy is fucking complete. Um, there's some more PS2 games I need to get. Well, in the toolbox over there. So, in the living room, there's Lewis to my right, and then to my left, well, like, to my top left, there's a toolbox there. Like, about six foot high. Let's call it that. A six foot toolbox. Yeah. So, in the bottom two drawers, there is enough space to fit 75 games per drawer. That's a lot. 150 games. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a lot. way more than what I need. Oh, yeah. But at the same fucking point, if you're going to have some fun, go all out. Hell yeah. So I'm trying to collect uh, the Wii right now. The PS2 is on my list right now. Then it's the, then it's the Xbox. And yep. then it's the fucking Wii. I got the Wii. The Wii is the hardest one. Because the Wii games are... The types of Wii games I want to get are fucking hard to find. Oh. Uh, that was literally our generation. Like, not, not that long ago for us, you know? That was when we were, like, you know, kids. Can we talk about gaming today? <laughs> okay. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so annoyed by it. Because... I feel like gaming today is so fucking top-heavy. To be honest with you, it's all about the uh, microtransactions and, like, you know, trying to uh, squeeze as much money from the consumer as he possibly could, like, not making them able to level up unless unless they took the easy drug, you know? Unless if it's like, it's the same thing with movies. Modern gaming today is the same reason modern filmmaking. And if you look at it in that way, it's it's more you're trying to focus on the bottom line more than the quality of it's more quantity than it is quality. Yep. And that's stupid. This should be backwards. It's quality over quantity. It's like, okay, I don't care how many games you make. I don't care how many Call of Duty games that come out. I'd rather you have a really good Halo game. Rather than a really shitty like game like Halo Five. Oh yeah. Like Halo Five was shit. It, it like was. they clearly obviously rushed it. But and then Halo Infinite, they took their fucking time with that game. I mean, like it was really good. Yeah, to at a the degree. Start. To a degree, Halo Infinite, but like. At the, like at the start, it, it almost feels like like you know it was like the break from uh, tri- you know modern gaming. Books. I haven't beaten it yet, so if you beat it, don't tell me the spoilers. I'm not gonna spoil. You anything. better fucking not, or I will drop kick you <laughs> in the face. <laughs> well, I got a hostage, so shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I got your cat. I know you got my cat. She's literally just laying on me. Oh god. So anyway, modern gaming. Um, have, have you guys ever heard of uh, the new Legend of Zelda game that came out? Uh, fucking Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, did you did you get it yet? I didn't get it yet, but I want to get it. I've I've seen like you know. You have a Switch though. Yeah, I do. But Laura has the Switch though. My sister has the Switch, and I'm gonna steal it. I'm kidding. Don't actually. Steal it <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Just go invest in a Switch. I gotta do Just that. go invest in your own Switch. That's what you gotta do. Like, okay, because before we started recording, you were talking to me like, hey, what's, which Pokemon Switch games would you recommend? And without even fucking hesitation, I said, go get Brilliant Diamond because that's what we started with. Yeah, because uh, I love Sinnoh region. You know, I love the Sinnoh region. It's I'm, a beautiful region of Pokemon. I'm replaying that's Gen my 5. Fav- Actually, that's my favorite region. Not gonna lie. Oh, it's so good. I'm replaying Gen 5. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm probably gonna replay the generation, and I'm going to, and I'm going to build. Because for those who do not know, uh, the in 
Pokemon games. There's eight gym leaders, and after you beat the eight gym leaders, you face the Elite Four in the Pokemon League, and after you beat the Elite Four, you face the champion. Yep. And for, like, four fucking years, I've been trying to create in, like, my Minecraft space, like, its own Pokemon universe or world in this case, where there's eight gym leaders, a, a Pokemon League with the Elite Four and the champion. And in the actual Pokemon games, I've been building the teams that I think would best suit the gym leaders and, well, more importantly, the Elite Four and the champion. And I've been doing it for so fucking long. And I was like, you know what? I started looking back at everything. Because I have some music from, you know, the games that we grew up with. Yep. Yeah, like the old Game Boy games, the DS games that we grew up with. Not so much the 3DS, but more of the DS and Game Boy games. And to a degree, Coliseum and XT Go Darkness for the GameCube. Best music from there. To a fucking degree. Best music, best OST, best official soundtrack right there. Especially like the, uh, what should we call it, the Cypher Battle? Yeah. That, that theme. Freaking badass. At oh, the, yeah. At the time, like, most Pokemon, like, all, every single Pokemon game was, like, 2D. When those 3D, when Pokemon Coliseum actually came out, it was like a break from these 2D games. It was like yeah, it was unique. It was really unique. Yep. And they put a lot of quality into it. They really did. And then, like... I played Gale of Darkness. Awesome. I, I look at the games that we grew up with, and I look at the games that we have now, I'm like, okay... I think where it all really took a turn was Gen 6. Not even that. It was more of like, okay, Mega Evolution was fucking awesome. Hell yeah. I loved it. It was so great. And, and now you got the uh, low-end region, I think it's called. You got different, like, you got Pokemon from, like, uh, old older games that, like, are kind of changed. Here's, you're going to hate this. This is why I really hate... Like, I don't hate... I I don't enjoy the Switch games more than I do the DS games. They don't have a National Pokedex. Oh. The National Pokedex is gone. No! So stupid. So, like, I'm trying to, like... So you can't even, uh, you know, trade there, Pokemon? There are certain Pokemon that do not exist in that region, and you cannot transfer into Sword and Shield. That freaking sucks. It's stupid. I'm like, bring my what? face of species over there. Well, it's not even... <laughs> it's not even that. <laughs> it's not even that. It's I was trying to transfer the Elite Four teams that I made from Ultra Sun and Moon. And I'm like, good God. It's like, oh. Somebody's calling. Yeah, I'll call them later. Yeah. And... Um, and it was like, why can't I transfer? So I'm googling, I'm like, why can't? What Pokemon can't I transfer? And the list is massive. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Uh, that is really? Just, that is just stupid. Like the Sinnoh starters can't be transferred in there. I'm like, come on. So I, I, I so I thought about. It. I was like, okay. The only downside that I would have if I did the Gen 5 teams is if I rebuilt the Elite Four in Gen 5 is that I'm missing fairy types, which, do I really care? Oh, fairy types. Those are important. I'm kidding. Well, actually, here's the thing. It's, like, there's nothing really, um... Dragon types used to be, like, overpowered, right? It's, yeah. They, it's, now they're just, like, bitches. I know. I'll, like, I'll, it's a I'll, sham. It is. It really it's is. It's a sham. Like, I have no complaints with the dragon types being overpowered because, you know, they're dragon Pokemon, but, like, yeah. very... Seriously? We used to... Okay. Those listening probably do not understand this. Fire Red and Leaf Green. The Safari Zone. You know how fucking ecstatic we would be to catch our Dratini Hell yeah. in the Safari Zone? You know the fucking, like, excitement we would get. Mm-hmm. And when we caught it, it was like, oh my god. Because then the elite, one of the Elite Four members is a dragon user, Lance. Yep. 
And so I was like, how the fuck am I going to beat you? And I realized I had a dragon air on me. I'm like, that's how. So I leveled up my dragon air into Dragonite. Because I, I remember back in my head how I built my teams. I built it Jolteon. Uh, what the fuck else did I do? I did Jolteon, Hitmonchan, Snorlax, Gyarados, Dragonite, and Charizard. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And then I did that. And I was like, okay, I want to be able to have, you know, enough physical, like, speed in there, but also enough defense, enough power in there. That way I can combat... Because that's how I build all my teams. I build all my teams to combat the Elite Four and the Champion. Yeah. That's how I do these things. And I sort of just, like... And even if I don't know who the Champion or Elite Four are, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to fucking wing it. But I always, I always do this. I will have one Dragon type... Always, always That's on my true. teams. Always, I will always do that. I've battled against Dan before. I uh, know he always swings a dragon. Not even that. It's like well, we used to kick our we used to kick each other's asses. I remember that we used to kick each other's asses so much. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was. Um, here's the thing about Pokemon that I really think they should really improve on. Just make a national Pokedex, okay? They, they did. Like, they, they, they should just, like, bring that back, okay? Yeah, it's gonna be hard because, you know, I don't know how many Pokemon there are right now. Oh, uh, like, a thousand? thousand. Oh, it's a thousand? Maybe more. I think it's more. Let me check. Uh, how many Pokemon are there? Uh, well over a thousand. Let me check. Uh, including uh, the different, like, you know, Kinds of, uh, you know, the Illuminan region. Yeah. Yeah. It's well over a thousand. Well over a thousand. A thousand and fifteen. Oh my god. I found out that there's a thousand and fifteen different types of Pokemon. It's enough for you. That's, that's like... Wow. There's even one with it, like, there's one that's literally just an ice cream cone in a garbage can. In a garbage bag. And then there's, like, literally one that's just to sell. Ratchet and Clank is making a renewed uh, renewed game for 20th anniversary. Oh, really? Ratchet and Clank, yep, for PS5. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. That's a awesome. crank in time. Yep. Yep. That's cool. But yeah, it's like <sighs> uh, the cat's off me. Yeah, I see her. But I was like, okay. So what's the fucking point? Of bring the microphone like closer, like yeah, like right there. Yep. Or a little like higher, a little higher. Alrighty then. Yeah, now I can hear you a lot clearer now. A lot clearer than before. Yeah, a lot clearer. So, I look back at gaming as a whole from when we were growing up, and it was like, man. It used to be made from a bunch of nerds who are passionate about their... um, you know, the thing that they're creating. Yeah, like, that's why I can always go back to Minecraft. I can always go back to Halo or Spyro or some of that shit. Because I know it's like, alright, cool. Like, I can always enjoy those games. And I can always enjoy the GameCube, like Metroid Prime. I can always enjoy those games. And now they like... Everything's either a shooter or a battle royale, or occasionally you'll get a really good game. Hey, look, I kind of do like shooters, okay? Oh, yeah, I do, too, but there comes a point where it's like, really, okay, it's enough now. Like, literally, um, most shooters nowadays aren't that unique, actually. No, they're also the same. Yeah. It's all the same. Literally, it's all the same. Yeah. It would be kind of cool if they uh, made a freaking steampunk shooter. That would be freaking awesome. I think that exists. I know, it's Bioshock. Bioshock. There was a Bioshock game, yeah. But, uh, but I, That's like I was 15 thinking years about, old. 
I've actually came up. I've actually uh, drawn like a bunch of like stupid shit. Yeah. I've drawn like a literal weaponized teapot. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing more steampunk than that. Pretty much. We should do that. We if there's a way to do a steampunk city Hell in yeah. Minecraft, we got to figure out how to do that. Where should it take place in the clouds? With airships? No, I was thinking like the desert. Ah, okay. Like the Red Desert. Oh, yeah. Oh, I already came up with a name for it. Steampunk Station. I already did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We already did that. We did that forever ago. It was on the computer. We did. Yeah, it was on the computer version. I remember that. Oh, yeah, Steampunk Station, yeah. Yeah, because we did a whole teleport tower for that thing. Hell, yeah. That took a while to make. So, um, here's the thing that I'm planning on doing on my Minecraft world. What's up? Um, so... In my Minecraft world, I have, like, a central city. It's, like, it literally just... It's a city that surrounds a lake. With a wall that you have not finished yet. Yes, it's that one. So, I'm thinking about branching out. Starting a new civilization. Okay. Far north. Like, very far past the, uh... Tundra. Okay. I, I call this, um... What is it called? Um... I, I forgot the name of it. It's literally something I literally just did. Uh, this is why I have a note section, ladies and gentlemen. This is exactly why. I got I got notes here. Hold on. I'm not too surprised about that either. Okay, so it's literally called the Yonder Plains. <laughs> creative. So, yeah, it's very creative. Yonder Yonder Plains. It's literally, um, you know, over yonders. <laughs> the only way you get there is by ship. Or, you know, according to the lore, the only way to get there is by ship or by, like, a very harsh traveling conditions. Do you think I'm more steel or water? Now I think about this question here. Should I do a steel city as my city or water? Steel. I don't know. I thought about it because I have the Iron Islands. But I want to build, like, okay, because I love the water. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You do. But... It's literally sharks' mouths everywhere, you know? Well, not everywhere. One, two, three on my arm. Yep. Uh, four. There's four. Yep. Right behind you. You got a ship right there. Yeah. I don't know. I might do water. I thought about it. I'll think of these things. What shall I do? With what? What 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 type of you know city shall I do? I was thinking of like something that you would enjoy building. I feel like you're like fire. Yes. Sedona is nuzzling into you. She loves me. She does. She really does. Yeah, she's nuzzling into you. Look at the oh my god. She's tired. She's very tired. Well, she's. It, she her crackheadness is gone, which is good. So yeah. when she's not a crackhead, she's an absolute mush. Aww. Wait, wait. Do you feed her like catnip or something? Not really. Not really. I give her catnip treats when she's too crazy. I yeah. don't trust my cat with catnip. Yeah, I hear. He goes wild. Like, he just turns, like, extremely playful. Like, he can't, like, just sit still. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I got an analogy for you. Yep. That I think you would enjoy before we close up shop for the day. Because it is getting late. Oh, yeah. And we both have work in the morning. So I'm going to say this analogy and then we're going to close up shop. Uh, you love You love your swords. Hell yeah. You love your swords. Hell yeah. And I like to th- I like to look at life as you're, you're a piece of steel. You start off as a piece of steel when you're born. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And when you're born, you are given this opportunity to forge that piece of steel into whatever you want it to be. Let's just call it a sword for shits and giggles because you love your swords. Um... But, and it could take at minimum 30 years mm-hmm. 
for you to forge your life. Because you're not going to have your life figured out by the time you're 25. We're both 25. You're not going to have your life figured out by the time you're 25. You're just not, ladies and gentlemen. You're not. Unless we Alexander the Great. It's not even that. I'm kidding. Uh, you looking at the time? No, I was just checking, like, sports and stuff. Oh, nice. Who's winning? Um, it's Stanley Cup playoffs right now. Oh, nice. You know what's kind of funny? What's up? Um, one of my family members actually started, actually did sports betting for the first time. Oh, good luck. Uh, my mom did horse racing. Well, that's common. Yeah. That's common. Horses. But as I was saying, like... Because we tend to do this. We tend to get off track on certain things. So, the analogy that I was going to tell you about was uh, because you love your swords. Yep. So, uh, and I feel like you'd appreciate this analogy I'm going to tell you. Um, By the time you're born, you are given a piece of steel. That piece of steel represents your life. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest here. We're both 25. We don't have our lives figured out, and that's okay. We do not have our lives figured out at 25, and that's not going to be that way. And that's just the fact of reality. Mm-hmm. And you need at minimum 30 years to build, to have your life figured out. I agree and, with you. Yeah. So, and the two most important teachers of life in this case are failure and pain. And... Though, and the piece of steel, we go back to that. You can forge that piece of steel into whatever kind of sword you want it to be. It could be literally fucking anything you want. And that's your life. You can make your life become whatever the hell you want it to be. And that's fine. So, now going back to pain and failure... Uh, the two most important tools that you need to forge your blade are a hammer and an anvil. Yep. Going back to pain and failure, failure is the anvil. Pain is the hammer. Two most important tools. That is true. So, so you're hammering away, you're, you're, you're doing your thing, but you also need to heat up the metal. How do you do that? You heat up with fire. What is fire's representation? It's the, uh, it's the representation of life, I believe. It's what part of life is it represented by? I would say it's the, um, I think you're youth or something like that. Not even that. It's an emotion. Oh. It's anger. Oh. Fire is anger. So, and I'm getting to why. I'll get to why later. But... You need the anger. And passion. You need that anger to happen in your life. Because, so when you're heating the steel up, it's like, okay, it's boiling hot. I'm hammering it away. I need to cool this off somehow. You get your quench bucket, whether it be oil or water. Let's go with water. Let's make this a lot easier. Uh, oil's better. Oil's better, I know, in the blacksmith world, I know. I know oil is better, but let's just go water. Yep. Let's just go with water for this particular analogy. What is water's representation? What is that? I believe it's the representation of um, tranquility. So if fire is represented by rage and anger... What is water? It is, um, I would say, it's the feeling of um, calm and uh, collective. Sadness. Oh. Water is sadness. You're close, but water is sadness. But what I'm, do you know I'm getting with this? I think I'm starting to uh, realize what you are. So, anger and sadness need to happen along with pain and failure. Yep. Those things need to happen in order to bring you happiness. That is true. In order to bring you happiness. so And when you're forging and when you're working on your blade, sometimes there'll be cracks that form in your sword. Maybe it will cause your sword to break. Uh-huh. What do you do in that case? You don't just sit around and pout and go, oh, it was me kind no. of situation. You don't do that. What do we do? If we can uh, try to... Um Try to fix it. There you go. 
You try and fix that sword. You try and repair the damage. That you you try and repair the damage. Exactly. We sharpen your, we sharpen your blade. There you go. And then, so there are a lot of people in this world that will try and avoid these things because it makes them feel uncomfortable. But the fact of reality is, you need these things to happen. Yeah, everybody, don't be afraid to take risks. Not even, it's not just that. It's, don't be afraid to face your fear. Don't be afraid to feel these things. Don't be afraid to fail, because if you don't fail, you don't learn. If you don't feel pain, you won't be able to feel what it's like to hurt down the road. Oh, yeah. I can tell you firsthand, you... I, you and I both know like where we've come from, how we've grown up in our lives. Yep. And I told you a th- I, I've told you my story a thousand times of like you know the shit that like I went through my fucking life. I you told you know from the back of your fucking head. I know. And the thing that I look back on is like, yeah, am I proud that those things happened? No. Nobody but at the is. same point, that nobody is, but at the same point, that made us into the people who we are today. Yep. That pain and that failure and the anger and the sadness forged our swords. That's true. That's it. That's all it is. Uh-huh. You're forging your sword. Use your, make, you're building your happiness. Using failure, pain, anger, and sadness. Those four things can forge your sword, and that's your life, which brings you happiness. Mm-hmm. And that's Without a beautiful thing. Things, uh, we would all be, like, you know, not happy. Numb. We'd all be numb. Yeah. We would all be numb. Um, like, I normally enjoy the simple pleasures of life, uh, to be honest. Like, you know, food. You do. You really do. You know, food, uh, playing games, uh, even talking to you, you know? Hmm. Even even this podcast, actually. That's what I'm saying. Go start a fucking podcast. (laughs) You would enjoy this. All right. But, like, I do want to do, like, more BS Sessions episodes, like, with you, like, down the fucking road when, like, things start to calm down and stuff like that. Because, like, being able to talk like this is a delight. It is. Because... And that was the whole point of doing this, like, this particular podcast was just like, hey, I want to give people a comfort zone to talk about their shit. Because sure shit ain't fucking easy to talk about crap that bothers you. It's not. But it, it hurts more to let it bother you and to store it inside your brain and your heart. Don't do that. Oh, that's not healthy for you. Don't do that. And there's all this stigma out there that, hey, I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel sadness. I don't want to feel anger. I don't want to feel pain or I don't want to fail. It's like, okay, then you're not progressing. That's the cold hard truth. You're just, you're not going to progress. And it took years of like just teaching myself this. Like, hey, I don't have to feel the way that I feel all the time. I can look at a different perspective of life and feel glad mm-hmm. about, hey, I'm alive, and that's great. That's a wonderful thing. It's true. I knew you'd appreciate that analogy when I mentioned the swords part. I, I, do, I actually do appreciate the analogy. So that's, progress. that's going to be a tattoo eventually. It's going to be an anvil, which is... Um, which is failure. The hammer is going to have pain written in there. And then life is, is going to be written inside the sword. That's awesome. That'll so, be an awesome tattoo. Again, that's like down the fucking road. Yep. Like, that's what I would want to do. Hammer and anvil and life. Yeah. That's it. And you need, again, you need those things to happen. In order for, it's like, the people say, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to feel anger. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be angry. It's like, okay, then you won't be able to feel. That's true. You won't feel anything. You'll just be this statue. You don't want to be that. Like, um, you... Yeah, nobody wants to be, like, you know, a statue and all that stuff. No, you don't want to do that. 
We all, we all need to deal with life in our own ways. Really, honestly. Yeah. Um, oh. you know, me, me, and you, we always play. Uh, I mean, we don't always play games. Yeah. But we, but we do that like occasionally. Um, I've, I've seen, I've seen like some, like there are uh, people um, out there who um, try to numb the pain by, um, you know. Trying to find escapism. Whether it be drugs or alcohol or games or what or music or whatever. Yeah. Could be any of those things. But the thing is you can't run from the inevitable. No, you can't. You just can't. Yeah. And I I've to, I've told you first fucking hand about the shit that like I fucking went through my life. You've you've told me firsthand about the crap that you went through in your life. Yep. And again, we've all we we come from two different situations and we've both been on two different paths in our journey. But in the end, we both bleed the same blood. Yep. And you're always going to be like you're always going to try and move forward. But you can't escape this inevitability that is your life. You just can't. And and also, um, what we all know is that death and taxes are inevitable. So, but anyway, not even the, that. The big point. Not even that. Well, like, yeah, continue. Big point. The big point of the matter is that uh, life is precious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you only live once, uh, unless you believe in reincarnation. But still, use this life. To its uh, fullest, okay? Live your life. Be happy, uh, you know, of every single little thing that you do. That's it. Even if it's small, like, for mm-hmm. example, this cat. Pretty much, yeah. This donut cuddling. Oh, she's literally snuggling in there. Uh-huh. Look at that she pussy likes Uncle cat. Louie. She does like Uncle Louie. She really does love Uncle Louie. She does. She is out cold. Well, for the most part. That'll do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, to BS Sessions, volume number 30. Lewis, loved yep. having this talk, man. This was a good idea. It is a good idea. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dan Cruz, the Mr. Daniel Smooth, and I will see you all in this life next one.